Hi, and welcome to Mr. O's Sideways View, a blog and podcast dedicated to all those folks who aren't me. And I've noticed a surprisingly large number of people who aren't. Hmm. Anyway, I'm Mr. O, and it's time to take another sideways view at our crazy world. I don't want to sound judgmental here, but there are an awful lot of idiots out there. Everyone has the right to be stupid, and I will defend this right to my dying day. Founding fathers died defending your right to be nuts. On the other hand, way too many folks are abusing this privilege. I'm not talking about ignorance. Ignorance can be cured. That's why Mr. O spreads his weekly wisdom to educate the world, dispel ignorance, and let people know the way things are. This is a really noble thing to do, and it's hard to remain humble. But somehow, my humility remains intact. Wow, I'm good. I've often spoke that television can be stupid. Then again, sometimes silly entertainment can be good for the soul. Therefore, I make my opinions known and allow you to make your own decisions. Even though I know the masses can't possibly be as smart as me, it's a tough burden, but I bear it and look good doing it. However, it is not the television content that I wish to address today. I'm worried about the availability of television. When TV was invented, there was a problem. There were no TV shows. Without shows, most folks got bored of watching blank staticky screens and the sales of new sets plummeted. I'm sure there were a few great salesmen who could convince folks to buy sets even when there were no shows, but I bet the return rate was pretty high after a few weeks. It just didn't catch on with the masses. So, the National Broadcasting Company, or NBC, was born. NBC started making shows so folks would have something to watch if they bought a TV. Ipso facto, folks started buying TVs so they could watch NBC's shows. It's the sort of underhanded corporate collusion that companies have been getting away with for years. In fact, the first NBC station was broadcast from General Electric headquarters, a company that made televisions. No conspiracy here. Yeah, right. NBC got panicky about having a monopoly, so they spun off the American Broadcasting Company, or ABC. And then there were two. As I understand it, later a drug cartel created the Columbia Broadcasting System, or CBS, why Columbia put a station in New York and not Bogota, I'll never understand. But that's what they did. So, there were three television broadcasting companies in the U.S. When I was very young, that's all there were. They were all free and nobody complained. Sadly, some major idiots got promoted at these companies. They thought it was a good idea to make folks pay for stuff they could get for nothing. And people did it. Suddenly, there were bunches of cable channels, which you could pay for. Then, there were extra satellite TV channels, which you could pay even more for. The thing is, you never paid for both. It was one or the other. Then the technology and the idiots took over. Fast forward to now. We have streaming TV. Not only do we pay for it, but we have to pay for multiple services. 
Say you like space dramas. You'd have to pay 10 bucks a month for Paramount Plus to see Star Trek and 14 more to see Star Wars. My dad's first cable bill was $8.50 and he could get both. That's just an example of two of them. I've counted over 15 services which cost over eight bucks each. Technology is supposed to improve our lives, not make it more pricey for the same stuff. I don't care who you are. This is not an example of an improvement. Of course, smart folks started sharing passwords to defray some of the costs. Then Netflix came out with GPS on its service and disconnects you if you leave home. True story, my brother tried to log into his account while camping and the crapheads closed his account. It took him two weeks to get it back. Being the person I am, I noticed something else. At the same time cable TV was coming into its own, more and more people started flying on business. This means more executives were spending more time in airports. Coincidence? I don't think so. You see, last week I got sent on an emergency trip to Chicago. I learned a simple fact. Folks who work in airports haven't got a clue. I was checking into my flight and the lady whose job it was to help inexperienced folks like me yelled at me for being inexperienced. One person said another TSA line was moving faster, but couldn't tell me where the better line was located. I tripped and twisted my ankle. I put some ice on it. They called EMS and I had to sign a form saying I refused to go to the hospital. Do you see where I'm going here? Executives fly more and they come up with more stupid ideas. I figure there has to be a mysterious idiocy tonic in the airport air which turns normal folks stupid. I don't know exactly where it comes from, but when I find the source, I'll be sure to turn it off. My best guess is it's somehow associated with Hudson News. There are millions of those places in airports and they all have commonalities not found anywhere else. There is no other place in the world where newsprint books are so close to plastic bottles of Gatorade and also right on top of flaming hot Cheetos. Perhaps the smell from these items in combination creates a dangerous vapor. Add the various antiperspirant scents people are wearing and the air in these places is downright toxic. For a while, I was thinking jet fuel exhaust might be the issue. Then I learned the air is specifically filtered against that. But they're still willing to put a Starbucks next to a tequila bar. The coffee alcohol smell combination is probably just as dangerous. We just don't know. We know more about the surface of Mars than we do about the air inside airports. Remember this, no human, man, woman, or child has ever turned into an idiot breathing the Martian atmosphere. Gives you something to think about, doesn't it? The real problem with my discovery is there are so many possible combinations which could be at fault. Chanel number no. 5 and sriracha sauce for instance. You notice there are never any Japanese restaurants next to the perfume counter at your local department store. Coincidence? I don't think so. Then there's coach bags and those neck pillows. These two items come dangerously close together in airports and no place else. How about cheap carpet and uncomfortable seats? 
so many ingredients with too many combinations. Of course, there could be something way more sinister at work here. What if the idiot mist is intentional, not accidental? TSA hasn't got a clue. They're making us take off our shoes while evil forces are contaminating the air. Then again, having hundreds of people take off their shoes in a small space is pretty air contaminating all by itself. That's it. Next trip, I'm wearing a gas mask. Let them think I'm the idiot. Wait a second. Thanks for listening, and I hope you laughed a lot. Stop by anytime. Open 24-7 for your smiling convenience. If you liked it, push like or share it with a friend. If you missed an episode, you can hear Mr. O on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Remember to subscribe so you won't miss it again. If you'd like, you can send me an email at ossidewaysview at gmail.com. That's O-H-H-S, sidewaysview at gmail.com. And remember what I always say, laugh now. You can be crabby anytime.